Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of a New Dawn uh, weekly devotion where I spend wonderful 20 minutes with you just going through the Word of God and um, hopefully getting meaning (laughs) out of it and trusting God to speak to us and uh, encouraging you and I um, to start our new week. Some of you may have noticed those who are consistently following last week, I was not able to have an episode recorded for you because something quite tragic in my life took place unexpected and um, quite uh, quite upsetting. Um, someone close um, took their own life and so it was just a, a whirlwind of emotions and I genuinely didn't think that it was going to be productive for me um, to come and find words of encouragement when I was still seeking them for myself. And so I've taken a week off and I'm back now, still going ups and downs, because if you've experienced grief, you will know that it is not a you cry once and then we are done. It is a valleys and a hills and a ups and downs roller coaster until the work that um, needs to be done is complete. So I've come this week um, much more able to talk through um, and uh, hopefully what I have to share um, with you will resonate with you. I want to talk today about having small talk with Jesus. Before I go there, our track today is from one of my current favorite, favorite artists, Chandler Moore. Um, this guy just blew my mind and my spirit um, when we were going through lockdown because yet again, there was a season of turmoil, uncertainty and spiritual warfare with what we were all dealing with, I found that his worship offering was quite authentic. I immediately related to the lyrics and um, everything that his EP was trying to communicate. His album or EP is called Feelings and the song, if you are again listening to me on podcast, sorry, on Spotify, the song is called It's Okay. So the artist and the song for this week is called it's okay, and it is by the artist Chandler Moore. You'll know him from, um, oh, how am I, Maverick? Is it called Maverick? Yes. Dawn, come on. I will tell you before it's over. Yeah, Maverick City. He's one of the worship um, worship um, leaders that is involved in that project. You should really have a listen to him. I'm absolutely certain that if you're going through a hard time and just generally, he's the kind of artist who um, you should be listening to who's not afraid to write genuine and authentic um, music that have a lot to do with our emotional well-being. Um and I have never said this to you before, but it makes a whole world of difference to our podcast and our community. If you just get a chance to subscribe wherever you are listening um, to me from, whatever platform you're using, whether it is on Apple or on Spotify, please, please make sure you subscribe. Um, you also then will get notified every time a new podcast is uploaded. The second thing is please make sure you share Uh, If this message is meaningful to you and you want more people to be able to hear it, please share the message and then finally um, review. All right, enough of that. Small talk with Jesus. So as, you know, I was working through um, the natural uh, emotions that arose last week from hearing these news and as it has happened numerous other times when um, I've had to walk through painful and challenging situations, um, it was quite overwhelming to know what to pray for, right? 
you know, you know, when you find yourself in that situation where you know that the best place for you to be found, but always and generally, but more so now than ever, because of whatever it is that you're going through, you know that you want to be at the feet of Christ, right? And you absolutely take yourself to the king, you take yourself to the father and you sit at his feet and then you start to converse, you start to pray, you start to think of how and what do I pray for? I think for me, it was exactly the same experience last week. You know, I knew immediately um, to pull myself even literally out of my family for a little bit. I needed to go for, you know, that metaphoric walk in the garden um, and breathe. And, you know, because of the complexity of the situation and other things that I obviously have to respect people's privacy and I'm unable to share with you, but because of just the dynamics um, and the complexity that came with my situation, I, I ran, um, I ran to the throne of grace, but surprisingly, um, or rather not surprisingly, when I got there, I was out of words. I, I did not know the first thing to say. I found myself very angry. I found myself very confused, um, by my own emotions, by, um, the inability to really understand what was going on, but more than understand what was going on, understand why it was going on. I found myself feeling idiotic because I've dealt with, you know, with grief, or at least that's what I keep telling myself. I've dealt with far worse grief, you know, losing your own child and processing that. I'm the champion (laughs) of grief. I help people understand how to cope and deal with whatever grief they might be going through. And so it just made no sense to me to find myself in the throne of grace and and not know what to say and not know how to pray. Um, and it took a couple of days, to be honest, um, before I was like, okay, Lord, you know, and I found myself being um, driven to the scripture, which I will read in a little while, which comes from the book of Matthew 6, verses 5 to 14. And when I do read it for you, I will read it from the um, TPT, which is the Passion Translation. And so, as I'm saying, you know, so it took a day and I was just like, you know, overwhelmed with emotions, overwhelmed with um, pain and grief and, you know, not knowing who I could talk to, who has access to. And some things like suicide, they are very conflicting because, you know, beyond just your normal standard grief, there's also a lot of guilt associated with it. What role did you play? What role could you have played? Um, and sometimes we, we begin to question ourselves and take on more than we should. And out of that, two key things that I found to be quite helpful for me and continue to be helpful because, you know, a week later, I'm not done yet. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I find myself having to go back again and continue unpacking and continue um, understanding and learning and, and, and certainly continue needing to lean on Christ in order for me to find myself fully um, fully healed and restored from all that's going on. But the reason I've called this um, episode for today, Small Talk with Jesus, is that the first thing that really helped was that I found small things to talk about. So it was like, um, so, uh, hi, Jesus. Um, You're not surprised by what's going on, right? You know what's happened. You've also heard the news. You hopefully, I want to believe, were right there as the incident occurred. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to say. And so, honestly, 
as part of this prayer that I'm having, as part of this conversation that I'm having with God, uh, it was so much easier to do what we do with each other sometimes as humans, right? I had small talk. We talked about the house, you know. Um, I fell into um, the gratitude mode and I started saying, you know, I'm not clear if I'm ready to even unpack it with you just as yet, but I want you to know that I want to unpack it with you. So I'm here so that in my consciousness, I know that I am here with you. And we did just that. You know, I prayed about the house like, oh, Lord, thank you for my new dining table and my chairs. They're beautiful. They go so well together. <laughs> it's stupid and it's silly, but I'm telling you the truth right now. Right? don't judge me. I talked about, you know, and, and as I found, you know, small things about my life, which Jesus already knows. But as I found these small things to update him about, um, one, I wasn't consumed by the grief. Uh, anymore. Two, I'd moved my eyes from it and I was solely and totally consumed in the present moment where it was just me and Jesus having small talk about the house, about my kids, um, about what I was going to cook for dinner, you know, about how I need to go get new clothes for Ndalo because she's a bit older now and can't believe that, you know, she's a year and a half um, about my health, we'd just gotten through um, a, a cold flu that Dalo had brought home from um, daycare. And so myself, Lua and Dalo were quite sick and we'd just gone over it. And it was just like, you know, when you absolutely talk to um, someone really close by, like a dad, dad. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, the kids are okay. We were a bit sick and this went on. And, and, in, and in the small talk, something major happened, right? In the small talk as I was trying to, to figure up, to work up to having this big conversation, having um, these big questions that I wanted to ask of my father, the small talk with Jesus made a way for the big talk because as I continued, you know, blabbering on about this and that, um, it was then that the scripture that I'm about to read to you now came through, the Matthew 6 verses 5, 14, which reads um, as follows. Whenever you pray, be sincere and not like the pretenders who love the attention they receive while praying before others in the meetings and on street corners. Believe me, they've already received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your innermost chamber and be alone with Father God praying to him in secret and your father who says all you do will reward you openly when you pray there's no need to repeat empty phrases praying like the gentiles do for they expect god to hear them because of their many words there is no need to imitate them since your father already knows what you need before you ask him and i loved that verse 8 says there is no need to imitate them since your father already knows what you need before you ask him Verse 9 goes on to say, pray like this, our beloved father dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn, right? May the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider. Of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the King who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. 
Verse 14 says, And when you pray, make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. And this, this, like, you know, the words from the scripture without me even knowing it. And I don't know whether it was because I was reading it from this Passion Translation, which um, I had never read it before from this particular translation. It just encapsulated everything, at least from a spiritual perspective that I wanted to say. In my humanness, there were and still are a few other things I want to talk talk to God about but in that moment I just absolutely loved 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 every word and how this prayer was said and I decided to change the uh, collective to the singular and when I did that it sounded as follows my beloved father dwelling in the heavenly realms may the glory of your name be the center on which my life turns Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. I acknowledge you as my provider of all I need each day. Forgive me the wrongs I have done as I, sorry, as I release, for, release forgiveness to those who have wronged me. Rescue me every time I face tribulation, right? Rescue me every time. I face tribulation and set me free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Babe, I promise you, it I've already said it, there's certainly still more work to be done. There's certainly more pain. When I think about what's going on, it still um, at times brings me um, to tears. But um, I, I was so moved and I was so um, transformed by... Uh, a prayer that had the ability um, to cover everything, right? And in my situation, part of, you know, this frustration and this anger is that the relationship with the person who's passed on wasn't strange. And so this, you know, this pit bit where it talks about um, forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. It was just the kind of words I needed to forgive this person, to forgive myself and to seek God's forgiveness for all the times that I had an opportunity when he was still alive to, you know, make the connection and be clear that I'd forgiven all the wrongs he'd done against me. And I, I love it. I loved I loved and continue to love and I, I, I now consistently read this prayer and, and lean to it more when I'm running out of words on a daily basis with what to say to God and each time it smacks me like bang in the face and you know um, yeah and, and then just reminds me of how good and how gracious God is but the reason I called today's episode small talk is that in the smallness of the talks it's not small right that's just the point of connection that's your entry point and once you are in in there having the conversation you don't know the ways in which the holy spirit will reveal himself you don't know the ways in which the you know god will send a scripture that you need for the moment that you need it for that will carry you um through whatever it, the whatever the tribulation today that you are facing so my encouragement to you lover of God new person in the loving of God is that um you know what's that song what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer and that's that's my encouragement with you have small talk with Jesus 
believing and trusting that in the small talk, God will bring big talks and that God will, you know, respond in a big way um, to your small talk. And where words fail you and you don't know what to say, instead of running away, I would encourage you to read Matthew um, 6 and allow that that prayer, which is from verse 9, to be the words that your spirit um, are uttering to Jesus. Um, yeah, life life sucks sometimes and they are, you know, life is unfair um, and we all face different things that sometimes we have not brought upon ourselves. You know, it's always one thing um, to struggle with circumstances that you know you've landed yourself in hot water. Um, so it, it, it's all the more harder when you know that this is not your doing and you know that this is not your fault and you know that this is not fair and that this is not just. But whatever it is that God is allowing to take place in your life and to occur in your life and it seems to be causing you to run out of words to say, run out of ways to pray, um, you seem to not know how to have the talk with Jesus. I encourage you to have the small talk. Go on and talk about your house. Tell Jesus how things are, you know, how how are the kids, you know, how, I don't know. How's the weather stuffing up, drying your laundry? How you, because, you know, it stuffed me up good and proper last week when we were running and we don't have a drying machine. It seems, I, I, it feels and it seems to be the silliest thing and the silliest advice I could possibly give you. But I'm giving it to you from my own personal experience. It was in my small talk with Jesus about seemingly the mundane seemingly the everyday stuff right it was when I was just updating him about oh lord Nick's gone to the Gold Coast for a couple of days and he's going again next week to Sydney I'm all on my own Jesus um you know and I gotta do this and I gotta do that you know that like like that that's not denial that's not hiding that's forcing yourself to be planted and to stay in his presence because like that word said he already knows right there's not, he, he, but where is it? Verse eight, your father already knows what you need before you ask. And so for me, my understanding is that the key thing that's required is for you to be in his presence. And if it's hard to come to his presence to talk about the big stuff, then come to his presence and talk about the small stuff. Yeah. Come to his presence and talk about the small stuff. One of the reasons why I chose this song today, um, by uh, uh Moore that it's okay um is because of the lyrics of that of the of the words let me find them for you uh it's called it's okay um there's just a way um in his realness about it here we are he said the first verse goes to say i won't pretend um i'll say what i'm feeling i'm overwhelmed emotions are, rag are raging it's okay not to be okay i won't try to hide love leaves room for me to say i'm not okay and so in in you know sometimes we we are not as bold and it, it was a surprise to me to realize that I wasn't as bold as I normally am but in that moment of not being okay I found a space to talk about the small things and then ultimately God opened up the room and the space and the capacity for me to be able to say to him hey God I am not okay my flesh is weak my heart is aching please help me um yeah so that's that's my encouragement for you um this week um, have a small talk with Jesus and, and allow him 
to open up room in your heart and in your spirit to have a, a big chat in return. Let me pray for you. And in my prayer, I will just read the ninth verse. Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth, just as it is in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. Amen. All right. Wishing you a wonderful week ahead. Um, I think by the time this goes to air, we will be just over the uh, end of the month and it will be the start of May. So praying and believing that the month of May would be one filled with joy for you and your family. It will be one filled with peace for you and your loved ones. And most importantly, it will be one um, where you are productive um, in your choice of work, in your choice of calling and purpose, and that God will cover you um, with immeasurable grace. I love and appreciate um, you more than you guys will ever know. Please, again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening from. If this message moved you, please share it with a friend or to family members. And finally, when you get a chance, won't you stop and review. Have a wonderful week. You are loved, you belong, and you are important. God bless you. Bye.